Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Thayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. Probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance. This is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now your host for the Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Real Estate Connection brought to you by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership. Hey, if you have any real estate related needs, uh, either now at the end of the year, if you want to buy yourself a perfect present for Christmas, either a condo or a house, give Stephen Thayard your real estate broker a call at 408 Four seven two zero eight one seven again four zero eight four seven two zero eight one seven. What a great great way to end a year to get in a contract on a house. Hey, or if you're looking to sell in the spring, this show is for you today. Right, the title of the show is Prep Now for Profits Later. That's right, prep 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 your house for sale for profits later. You're gonna learn all the things that you should do now and in January to get that house ready for sale that you can do slowly and over time to get the most amount of money out of your house come spring. Cause spring is the hot, and I mean hot selling time of the season. Can you hear that? That's the fire crackling. Hear that? All right, that's fire burning, that's right. Uh, because it is hot in the springtime every year when it comes to real estate. Real estate's really seasonal. I don't know if you guys really understand that. But over the holidays, people get distracted from real estate, right? You're too busy doing social things, especially now with things kind of lightening up and loosening up and people going back to socialize, going out to eat, having Christmas celebrations and parties. And since it hasn't been able to happen for over a year, right, it's like super really um, crowded out there and people are going out in droves. They're like, what? We can go out and socialize again? So people are doing it, right? So who's looking for a house right now, right? And on top of that, you have football season, basketball season. The guys aren't interested. Um, they're worried about getting presents for their wives and vice versa. And so people are kind of slowing down for the holidays and people are traveling too. So then January rolls around. You think, oh, well, the holidays are over. Christmas is over. New Year's is over. People are going to jump right at back into that real estate market. However, there's one thing, one thing out there called football that's right the playoffs and men are not leaving the house on the weekends when the playoffs are going on and that's when most of the visitation to homes happen is on the weekends because people are working right and so guys are like oh you know let's put it off a little bit let's wait till the super bowl is over but once that's done and the super bowl has come to an end that's when everybody rushes out to start looking at houses because you've been prepping, the sellers have been prepping, getting their houses ready for sale, the buyers have been prepping, getting their house, I mean, getting their um, finances ready, getting pre-approved, cleaning up their credit, whatever, uh, putting the final touches on their pre-approval letters. Maybe they were looking at the end of last year and just didn't find anything and they decided to take a break 
over the holiday season. And all of a sudden, once the Super Bowl is over, they're back at it. So you've got qualified buyers. You've got sellers who have been prepping their house ready for sale. And they all meet and go boom and smash together. And then real estate deals happen. And that's the hot time of the season in the spring right after the Super Bowl. And it's really seasonal and a lot of houses get sold. So if that's you and you're getting ready to sell, today is your day to listen to this podcast to find out how to prep your house for sale through December and January to make the most amount of profits. Now, if you are new listening to the Real Estate Connection podcast and you don't want to miss another episode, go ahead, go ahead right now and send me an email at info at realestateconnectionradio.com, I-N-F-O at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and your email address, and I'd be happy to add you to the podcast distribution list. And then you just have to sit back and get an email once a week, and there it is, right there. Click the button, click, 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 and boom, you can listen to the podcast anytime you want or go back to past episodes if you saw something or heard something that you wanted some more detail on and you couldn't remember. You can go back into the library. There is over 100 shows out there and go ahead and check that out. Hey, and if you're watching on YouTube right now, go ahead and look at smash that subscribe and like button. And if you're on Facebook, hit the like and share button. Send this out because there's people out there that need this information that will be blessed by it. Now, let's jump into what we were talking about. So in December and January is the time to get your house prepped, right? Because no, no one's house is ready to go on the market right now because you're living in it, right? You're, you know, you're bringing stuff in, st setting stuff down, you're using your kitchens, you're doing all that stuff. You're just living day-to-day -day life. But when you get your house ready to be put on the, in, on the real estate market for sale, it has to look like a model home, especially in California. There's no way of getting around it. If your house doesn't look like a model home, the front, the inside, the backyard, you're just not going to get top dollar. And any real estate professional who tells you different is not giving you the straight scoop, okay? That's why there are real estate professionals out there, and I know one, who have their um, contractor's license because they need to bring trades and professionals in and to manage the project in order to get some of this work that really needs to be done that you just can't do yourself. Now, myself, I am not a contractor, but I have a lot of contacts with skilled tradespeople that can come in and get some of this stuff done for you so that your house is ready to go once it hits the market. It's super important because 99.9% .9 of all homeowners start their real estate search for their home where? Where? On the internet. On the internet. You're probably listening to this podcast right now or watching this podcast right now on the internet it is the public square it used to be a novelty not anymore people don't run around into the town squares yelling and screaming and going he hear ye hear ye i have a house for sale they pop that baby on the internet they put it on the big real estate sites like zillow and realtor.com uh, on the mls listings as well and it goes out there into the interwebs and people look for houses and what do they see first pictures 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 i know video is really popular but honestly 99.9 percent .9 of all real estate has pictures and the ones that have the best looking pictures and the house looks like a model home those get a lot of attention and they sell and they sell for a lot more money usually than what they're listed for because it creates hype 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 and competition <laughs> hype right we need hype 
The more people that are looking at your house, the more money you're going to make. That's just how it goes. If you have hundreds of people looking at your property, you're going to make more money versus five or 10, right? Then it not, it's not so hot. It's not so popular. It's a popularity contest with marketing. And so this is what you need to do is get your house ready to be that property, that property that everybody wants. So how do you do it? Well, let's start and work from the exterior to the interior. So during the winter time, you have a lot of uh, uh, trees and plants around your house that may not be evergreens, right? They're, they're uh, annuals, right? So they drop their leaves um, and they're bare and naked. And um, this is the time when you should be hiring gardeners to come in and start cutting back some of the bigger trees that are hiding the front of your house or the back of your house or the sides of your house. Uh, also is a good time to cut back the shrubs that have overgrown into pathways and walkways. Maybe you spent some money and put in some really beautiful um, exterior lighting on the house, but over time, just because you're busy, uh, the bushes and the foliage around your property have overgrown, and so you, you don't see the lighting as well as you used to. Um, this is the time of year when uh, the uh, leaves are off the tree, um, and some of your plants are more dormant to go ahead and cut them back. So when the springtime, when they fill back in, you're not fighting all of this, all of this vegetation, right? It's a time to cut back trees and stuff like that. Also, your grass isn't growing as much during the wintertime, but you have something that you can use that comes straight from heaven. And that's rain, rain. We're in a drought and I understand that. And um, a lot of people are saving water by not watering their lawns. But when you put your house for sale, if you have a lawn, it needs to be green. So now's the time to weed and feed. Go out there, go to uh, Ace Hardware, uh, uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, whatever it is. Go to these stores, get your weed and feed, um, and maybe do some uh, aeration of your lawn. Now's the time to do it. Get it, get it nice and fertilized and get the weeds out of there and use rain from heaven. If you live in a rain area and even if you don't use the rain that you get because it's more moist in the air anyway because it's colder, uh, the moisture doesn't burn off as fast and use this time of year to get your lawn green again. And then once it's green, maintain it through the spring. Once the house is sold, you're done. It's not your house anymore anyway, so you might as well spend a little bit of extra money, a little bit of extra water, and get your lawn green while you can, and use the winter time to help you out when it's the rainy season. Um, this is the perfect time to do it. So this is how you think. This is how you think. Think, 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 think. Also, if you have any so mold or um, uh, mildew that's been growing on the pathways or the walkways around the house, now's the time during the winter to go out and power wash that stuff and get it taken care of now before spring happens. Just start ticking things off your list. Make a list. And if you if you need any help with this um, and you're thinking about selling in the springtime, give me a call. Stephen Thayard, Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. Give me a call. I'd be happy to come out, take a look at your house, uh, put a to-do list together of where to spend money and where not to spend money. And this is the other thing. You need to be very strategic about where you're spending your money. 
If you do this on your on your own, you may wind up overspending. As a trained real estate professional who's been in the business for over 15 years, I can walk in and normally within a half an hour give you advice on where the most bang for your buck is going to be in regards to outdoor landscaping. Because you might think, hey, I need to fill in all these bare spots with flowers and ground cover and it's starting to overwhelm you and cause, you know, to get some anxiety to be created in your mind. And that's not necessarily the case. You may not need to do that. Um, there's things like bark that covers dirt in areas that infills really quickly. That's cheap. And then you put a couple of uh, colorful plants down in the springtime that add pops of color around your property. But if you're not familiar with setting up a house for sale, then this might not come to your mind. So if you want some guidance and it's some advice, please, 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 please call me. My job is to help you um, do what's best for your property for the least amount of money so that you can get the most amount of money, more profits later when you sell it, all right? So now that's the outside. Let's move in on to the inside of the house. All right, so Christmas is here and it may not be the best time to start. However, you can start thinking about it because you're gonna start putting Christmas stuff away in January. That's also the time to start decluttering. You're packing your Christmas stuff away. You're hauling out boxes and you're stuffing the things back in. Get a couple of extra boxes and pack away some of the tchotchkes that you have laying around your house. Um, I can You can see in the backdrop here on my screen, this is kind of what a model home is gonna wanna look like. You want it, you don't want it bare, but you want it, you wanna be able to picture your stuff in it. So you see in the backdrop, there aren't a lot of personal pictures hanging up of family. You have a few accents, a plant, a few books on the shelves. It gives an idea of how the room is to be used without overpowering it with your own personal style and taste. So when a real estate professional comes in and tells you to put your personal style and taste away, it is absolutely not meant to be offensive to you as an individual in regards to what you like or don't like. The object of the game is to make it neutral so that anyone's style can fit into your home. You're transforming your living space into a product. It's no different from packaging that you put on a shelf or when you go on the Amazon and you see pictures of items that you're gonna buy, it's displayed in a way that you could see yourself owning it, right? It's not in someone else's hands, it isn't dirty, it isn't being used in a room full of other stuff. It's just by itself so that it gives the air of, I can have possession of this and use it the way I envision in my mind of how to use it. And that's what you wanna do for your house. You want to declutter it in such a way so that when people come in and take a look at it, they can say, I can see my stuff in here. If they can't do that, they're going to walk. They'll walk over to the next house and they'll say, oh, well, I can see my stuff in here. And you'll go, well, why did that happen? The, the house next door is the same exact layout and floor plan. Well, because your personal touches are overpowering and they can't picture in their minds where their stuff is going to go. Okay, so that's the first part. Declutter, pack away all your personal items and try to make the house as neutral as possible. Now, the other thing to do is once that happens is take a good look around your house and look at the windows and the door frames, especially the door frames in and around your house. 
if you start to see a lot of fingerprints, smudge marks, um, if you have young ones or animals, look at the baseboards and the carpet, really take a close look. If you start to see stains in the carpet and smudges everywhere, it may mean that your house needs a fresh coat of paint or new carpeting. Now, not new carpeting isn't always necessary. Sometimes the carpet's just been walked on, it's still clean, and it may need a refresh. So that's when you hire a carpet cleaner to come in and just take off the surface dirt and fluff it back up and it looks fantastic. However, if there are deep stains or wear marks in the carpet that can't be repaired, it's time to call in a professional and put in carpet so that the house looks fresh and new paint if you just can't wipe your walls down. Um, the worst thing the the worst thing you can do is go in and just try to touch up the paint because paint fades over time and dirt starts to accumulate on the wall in very in a very thin layer a film of dirt when you go put fresh paint even if you color match it when it dries you'll see all these little bright little dots of paint all over your wall patches of paint and it's really hard to color match fading and dust so it's better just to repaint the entire room. Now, if you haven't updated the paint colors in your house in a while, and you're still maybe living in the late 90s or early 2000s with taupe colors, um, now's the time to upgrade your house. Because even without a, a kitchen or a bathroom remodel, if you come in and put contemporary colors on the wall, you will essentially upgrade the interior of your home without doing a major remodel, which will increase the value of your home for not a lot of money. So again, carpet and paint covers a multitude of sins and will definitely help you with profits in the future um, when you're getting your house ready for sale. Now, if you've got you know uh, uh, gouges in your hardwood floors or things of that nature, then you're gonna need professionals to come in and come in and do some upgrades or work or if you have you know kitchen countertops that have chips in them and things of that nature and you just have been putting it off then you have to rethink about the profit margin you're going to get into in your house if you don't have the cash flow to do an upgrade for countertops to go into granite and you're going to have to just leave those um, defects in then you'll have to adjust your expectations as far as how much money you're going to get for your house a lot of people will come to me and say Hey, so and so down the street got you know thirty thousand dollars over asking for their home, and we have the exact same house. But do you, right? Do you have the exact same house? If they've upgraded, say, if you bought a house that was built in the nineteen seventies, and they've upgraded their property, they've put in recessed lighting everywhere, um, they've redone all their windows and doors, they've changed all their fixtures inside, the handles, the hinges on the doors as well. They've remodeled their uh, kitchen, put in granite um, and uh, stainless steel appliances and also redone all the bathrooms. And maybe you've done a kitchen remodel but haven't put in all, in all the recessed lighting. Then I would argue with you and say that even though you have the same floor plan and it was built at the same time, that you essentially have two different houses because one has been substantially upgraded and maybe yours hasn't. Um, or you have all the upgrades and your neighbor doesn't. And his sold for thirty thousand, and maybe yours will sell for fifty. But there needs to be a reality check um, when you're looking at your house and comparing it to the neighbors, 
just to make sure that you really are comparing apples to apples and oranges to oranges. And this is just setting expectations, right? Because the last thing you want to do is walk in to sell your house and have an expectation that doesn't necessarily fit the fact pattern that you're dealing with. Um, it's better to be living in that reality of what's going on and then, you know, accept it and move forward. That way, if things happen that are better, then it's great. If it happens according to expectation, then that's also good as well. But when you have somebody, maybe a realtor who's uh, looking just to get the business, who's telling you that, hey, yeah, your house is great, blah, 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 this and that, and it really doesn't match the neighbor's house down the street, then you could run into expectations and disappointment because you're expecting one thing and it didn't happen because a professional told you that you were going to be um, at a certain level. So we all always want to deal in reality. If you are looking for someone to give you a, the, the straight you know, answer about what's going on with your property and then provide you know, realistic solutions to those issues so that you can bring your property up for the least amount of money, give me a call. I mean, because that's what I do. Um, I've worked with lots of sellers uh, and we come in and put together a game plan. So if it's just carpet and paint and that's all you can do and that's all you can afford, we do that. And then we really set the property up by decluttering and um, making it as clean as possible. And that's the other thing. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Hire a house cleaner before you put your house on the market. After all this is said and done, if your house is spotlessly clean, people are going to love it because they just feel comfortable being able to move right in. We call it turnkey. Put the key in the door, turn the lock, unlock it, and move right in. So clean the house as well. People will come in and say, you know what? I'm going to pay a little bit extra for this because it's super clean. Um, the carpet's good. The paint's great. The outside has been landscaped and cut back. I'm going to go ahead and put in my personal touches with, you know, upgrading the uh, appliances or the cat or the cabinets or the countertops, but you're still going to do very well for yourself in the market. So that's the last thing. Cleanliness. Make sure that the house is spotlessly clean. And you can do a few other things like have the vents cleaned out. So when you go to turn on the air conditioning, that there's no dust blowing around and things of that nature. One more last little detail. When you are getting your house ready for sale, make sure that when a light switch goes up and on that something happens. So if you have a designated light switch that doesn't have a light attached to it, maybe put a little label and says for a socket where nothing's plugged into because buyers tend to turn switches on and off and if nothing happens, they think maybe there's something wrong with the electrical. Make sure that you have all working light bulbs and all of your um, vanities throughout the house, whether it's the light vanity in the kitchen or hanging light in the living room, recess lighting, wherever there's a light bulb installed into your house, make sure that it's ac that it's working and that it, they, they aren't out. There's nothing worse than walking into a bathroom, turning on the light and having three of the four bulbs go on because people then go, mm, what's going on? And it just creates a little doubt in the mind of a buyer and you want to remove as much doubt as possible. One more thing, and I promise this is it. When you're getting ready to sell your house, have it inspected well before the house goes on the market, at least two weeks. A week is pushing it, but at least have it inspected. One, you want to know what the issues are with your property before the buyers do. 
Plus, when buyers are coming in to purchase a home, they have the opportunity to look at all the inspections and the reports before they write an offer. That way they're writing an offer with all of the information. They have everything. The last thing you wanna do is not have the inspections done, receive an offer, and then have the house inspected because then the buyer, if they find some material issues, they're gonna to wanna to come back and renegotiate on price. You're much stronger when you have your inspections done up front and the buyer sees them, they take those into account when they're writing the offer and that way there's not a renegotiation. And that's it. So if you are at all thinking about getting your house ready for sale or selling it in the spring and you would like some guidance on what's the best path forward for you in order to prep now for profits later, give me a call, Stephen Thayard with Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership at 408-472-0817. Again, 408 472-0817. And I'm going to leave you with this. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9. And with that, God bless you. God bless the United States of America. God bless your families. And Merry Christmas. And we will see you next week on another edition of the Real Estate Connection. This has been The Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist Stephen Thayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.